0: Welcome to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. In this third episode of a multi part series, I welcome back Matt Florian of Comerit. Listen in as Matt and I discuss the importance of addressing organizational change when you pursue a cloud analytics initiative. We'll drive into real life scenarios to highlight the value of alignment of business and IT. Hello, Matt. Welcome to Tech Driven Business. How are you, man?
1: I am doing very well. most Sir. how are you, sir?
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for joining us today.
1: I'm happy to be here, happy to join you once again. These have been fantastic talks and look forward to more.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, you know, I'd like to continue our discussion. I know we started this conversation. Um, some time ago where we dived into transitioning to cloud data warehouse and also looked into uh, hybrid environments and some of the benefits that customers are are reaping going that route, right? So today, I would like to focus on organizational change and cloud analytics. Um, And why are they so important in the whole cloud journey? How does that sound to you?
1: Uh, It sounds great. It's a a conversation and topic that is too often overlooked, so
0: let's get to it. Absolutely. So I think let's let's start with the basics, right? I mean, um, can you help explain the role of organizational change when it comes to cloud analytics? Can you just simplify that?
1: Um, you know, it's such an important piece of on the cloud analytics, and like I said, it's not discussed often enough. You know, being in IT for over 25 years, and you and I have both been around the block quite a bit, and worked with different companies of all shapes and sizes and their failures in analytics, you know, always come down to very common thing. And that is they didn't incorporate the change, the organizational change that is part of it. And organizational change is very difficult in and of itself, right? The study of literature says that the estimates of organizational change initiatives fail 60 to 70% of the time and that's something that hasn't changed since the 70s it's a just a consistent theme so lack of lack of having good engagement bringing in experts like you and I to go and do this and then relying on us to actually convey it well that's a big cost because if we don't have managers involved in the organizational change and institutionalizing that as who they are then going to the cloud is not going to solve your problem.
0: <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. I think, and uh, so I mean, that being said, I, I know that's uh, one of the biggest, bigger challenges, especially is outside the the realm of the technical delivery of you know of objects, right? Um, but when you think about organizational change. Uh, what are some of the critical org change management components, right, that customers get to have in place? Like, would you be able to dive into that detail about some of the critical change components that are very important? Sure.
1: You know, the organizational change, it's a body of knowledge that has been built up by business schools and organizational psychology has studied this and has given us a breadth of, of knowledge to build from. And we have frameworks to work from. As a matter of fact, I think if you went and searched on Amazon today, you'd probably find a thousand books published in the last year, three, four years that talk about organizational change and how to succeed and everybody's opinion on it and what it comes down to. But I think that when, it, when you think about organizational change and you boil it down and boil it down what those 500 books I have to say, It really comes down to four really critical phases. That is awareness, making the decision to do something, implementing it, and then institutionalizing it. And those are the the four key phases of organizational change.
0: Yeah, that's good to know. I think, and and, and those are important areas, right? Especially when it comes to uh, something that is new and it's, very broad, right? I mean, when you talk about cloud analytics, you know, we are talking about a lot of different things in play. So, when you when you when you mention those critical change components, right? Um, is there an example that you can you can uh, share with us about any one of those?
1: Yeah. So awareness really starts off with. You know, business and IT both come to an, an agreement a, a recognition that there's a problem then and the problem is that they'll'll they'll see when it comes to analytics are problems like we're not achieving our organic growth metrics we're not lowering the cost we're not gaining insights and we're reacting instead of being proactive and responding to the market. And those are all pieces of awareness. And awareness can also be that we're not making right investments in technology. It's that the business has, has been implementing different data visualization and analytics tools all across and nobody has a common platform. And so as a result, spending a lot of money on a lot of different tools that are telling you different stories. And those all can lead into that awareness, awareness, we have a problem, we're not achieving our goals, we're not controlling our costs, we need to do analytics better. And that that really then can lead into decision, right. And those are all problems that everybody's seen. It's it's nothing new. And then the decision part then is, well, we got to do something about this. And, and where I think a lot of companies stumble, is that they jumped to the decision to say, we're going to go cloud analytics. Well, cloud analytics is not a decision. It's an architecture. It's a technology, but the decision really needs to be a collaboration between the business and IT on what that vision is because they went and started using other analytics tools for a reason. They went outside and did things differently for a reason. There was a need that wasn't being met. So, jumping to analytics and cloud analytics isn't the answer, it's creating a shared vision is the answer. What do we want this new vision to look like? And that very well could be cloud analytics, but it's cloud analytics and other things and other things in the cloud, you know, so that that really drives into that decision. We're going to do something and we now have a shared vision of what that is. We've shared the architecture and our solution and how we're all going to do this and we're going to achieve this within some set budget, yeah. which then drives us an execution, go do it. And execution still requires a whole lot of communication though, because during execution, we may have had a great plan of what our decision was, but the execution comes down and we have to start making changes and adjustments and, and react to different things along the way. So we need to continue to communicate because we have a shared vision, we have to keep that vision alive. Everybody still has to be on board when we get done with this development, that they're going to go, this is what I wanted. This is great. I want to be part of this. And sure. you know, then you get to that institutionalization. And this is where I think you and I both have seen these projects stumble hard is they the consultants get done. We leave, and the business is like, well, what do I do with this? Where, what do I? How do I? How do I work this? And you know what? That's hard. I'm just going to go back to Excel. Yeah. And they didn't institutionalize the change and all the work that you did. And the business along that path, they need to develop their champions, and they need to develop a pipeline of champions because the business owns that institutionalization side.
0: Absolutely, I think, and and that's really uh, the key message that you mentioned over here, right? Especially uh, a lot of times we see when you go into these kind of conversations, uh, one of the biggest challenges that organizations face is these silos, right? These business units doing their own thing based on their comfort level, based on the tool they were exposed to. um, And those silos need to be broken down in order to have a cohesive approach in terms of going to a cloud analytics uh, approach, right? So that takes me to my next uh, segue question. Um, Can you share a success story on a particular cloud analytics project uh, where you have gone through the the cycle? And, you know, what are some of the implementation steps, uh, the right steps, you know, I'll, I'll call the right steps to address that organizational change in that case? Can you share?
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked for a successful one. Those are they are the hard ones to pull out of the hat sometimes, because some projects are kind of a mixed bag on what success is. But we worked with the client uh, just a few years ago on a self service project and moving doing a big move into cloud analytics space. And that project began not with a move to say we're going to do cloud analytics. That project began with the question from the from the IT department of what is our current um, visualization tools that are out there? What are people using? So we did a survey of the business and evaluated and analyzed you know, what the different business practices and organizations are coming back with. We're using to look at the data because. Business assumed, IT assumed, hey, we got this big Cognos implementation. People are just hitting this thing all the time. They're using it everywhere. And the reality was that according to the business, they were using their cloud, their Cognos, to download large data sets and analyze them in other tools. So we found Tableau, we found Power BI, we found Looker, we found Alterix, and we found a whole lot of Excel. And the, as I said, the business had a need and the existing structure wasn't working. So that led to that awareness and having that discussion with business leaders of what's going on in IT led to the awareness like, well, we really do need to standardize in what we're doing. Everybody has a favorite, but it's costing a lot of money. So working with the business, working, we built a again, a, that shared vision. That said, you know, there's a lot of people that like Power BI in that particular case. And you're already a Microsoft shop. You have a large Microsoft presence in Azure. So let's move your warehousing over to Azure. And let's let's build a new vision of what analytics looks like and start freeing up data as data sets. And so we built this model, this vision that IT would get out of the business of creating reports and they would serve data, they would have data products. And in return, business would go and learn how to create their reports and consume the data that they needed. So that both sides are being met and the business was very much behind it. So when we built, we continued to work with the business on what this build looks like, what data sets were gonna look like and and having very early testing in it and they're starting to build excitement and getting encouragement with it and, you. Organizational change was a big part of this in my communication with the IT and the business owners. So we went on a roadshow. We would go and have host lunches with business stakeholders and people that were going to consume the data and say, this is what the vision looks like. This is what the future is going to be. See how you can do all this stuff. And we'd let them go and hammer away on playing with dashboards and creating their own reports and Great an excitement that says, oh, my God, I can go do this. I can make this happen. And when it finally came time to deploy and started deploying out different models, the business was on it. And they picked up and they picked up their own community of practice, continued having champions of the data and competing to be champions of Power BI and build their own communities. And that institutionalized that change into their organization. So... Very, every now and then you have other trickles of alterix or Tableau come in from an outside consultant. But organizationally, they viewed themselves as a Power BI shop. And that's how they see themselves and that's how they react. And to this day, they still view themselves that way. And so it's a I think a good example of change, organizational change, that took hold to support the deployment of a cloud analytics solution.
0: That's awesome. I think that, that the key takeaway for for our listeners from this example seems like uh, you completely flip the the conversation, you know, make, make, make it more like a, a ownership factor move towards the business versus IT, and then business kind of took it on themselves to move forward with this approach, which is definitely the way to go forward, right?
1: Right. With cloud analytics, I mean, with IT is just an enabler of that data. And the actual consumer and taking action, that's business. So business needs to be very much part of this.
0: Absolutely. I think that that kind of takes me to a conversation which is very critical, especially on some of these projects, right? Um, When you talk about cloud analytics, um, what are some of the cost implications um, when you don't have the right, organizational change strategy in place like because that's always on top of the mind of, of folks, like you know what can go wrong, and especially from a cost perspective. Can you share like a uh, an example of of this?
1: Sure. Did you ever hear about that bridge in in Alaska that they built? They built a bridge in Alaska that is called the Bridge to Nowhere. Because it's just built and then Funding stopped It just, it actually ends in the middle of nothing. There's, it doesn't connect with anything. That's exactly what happens. What will happen can happen with an analytics project. If you don't have organizational change, you run a high risk of putting a lot of money, a lot of time and investment and energy into building what could be a very transformative tool to the business to achieve goals and their objectives. And it goes nowhere. And that investment is just lost. You'll have no ROI on it because nobody uses it. And nobody uses it because that whole user experience of the business consuming the data wasn't taken into account and how they're gonna change. You're asking people to stop using Excel to analyze every little thing and instead be analytics minded. That's that's a major shift. And it's not a bash against Excel. Excel does great things. I use Excel to do some analytics all the time. But to drive the business and to make shared, collaborated decisions, you need a tool that's more informative than Excel. And you need a shared vision by the business of what is going to be important. So if you're gonna go and say, I want to take an analytics journey. The first question you have to ask is why and who's on the journey with you? And if you don't, if you don't take business on that journey, then it's a bridge to nowhere.
0: A great example, uh, for sure. I think that's in time and time again, a, a, a lot of folks, you know, forget about that, you know, and 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 they want to go to the decision-making or the actual execution part which is definitely very important, but without having that upfront work, which seems like this example you very clearly articulated, you know, um, you, you will not be able to reach the goal that you set out for yourself, right? Um, so I think that takes me to my my uh, my closing question on this on this topic. Um, what is one takeaway? You know, one one key takeaway that you want our listeners to leave with today.
1: The key takeaway is that if organizational change is not part of your plan, it's not part of what's incorporated, then you might as well just put it straight over into the project risk register that you run the risk of not achieving your project objectives because without it, that's some semblance of this, you're going to run a high risk of not succeeding and having cost runovers by redoing things because the business was not fully on board. They had a business, had an idea of what they wanted, but you and the business aren't in alignment on what the shared vision is and what it's going to actually take in order to make it happen. So if you don't want to run that risk, incorporate it, make it part of the project and you will mitigate the risk. There's still risks, but you'll mitigate that.
0: Yeah. What a, what a great advice. I mean, I think uh, I love that. I think that's one thing that if folks pay attention to it, very upfront in the journey, it will pay dividends down, down the road. So thank you for sharing that. So I think with that, I'd like to um, thank you, Matt, for joining us again. Uh, look forward to more conversations on this topic. Thank I'm you. I looking
1: forward to it as well. It's always great talking with you, Mr. Sincere.
0: All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to Tech-Driven Business, brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. Matt shared the value of addressing organizational change as enterprises get ready to take on cloud analytics initiative. His main takeaway, if organizational change is not part of your plan, you run the risk of not achieving your project objectives. We would love to hear from you. Continue the conversation by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Learn more about innovative solution partners and schedule a free consultation by visiting isolutionpartners.com. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Information is in the show notes.